Evening Edition is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a beautiful website for your next project. With hundreds of customizable settings, including fonts, colors, and sizes, every Squarespace site can be made to look unique with just a few clicks. It all starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name with a year's purchase. Start your free trial and get 10% off all plans by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code EE8. Welcome to Evening Edition for Thursday, August 15th. Here are some of today's headlines. More than 600 are dead in Egypt's brutal crackdown on protesters. Bradley Manning apologizes for document leaks. Syria agrees to allow chemical weapons inspections by the UN. Nearly 1,500 South African police are actually convicted criminals. And New Zealand opens a cardboard cathedral in Christchurch. In today's news, Egypt's interim prime minister defended the crackdown that left well over 600 dead and thousands more injured. He said it was necessary for stability, and he had authorized the military to use deadly force. In defiance of the interim government, supporters of the Muslim Brotherhood protested again today, but this time more violently. They have stormed and torched at least two government buildings and nine Coptic Christian churches since Wednesday. Relatives of those killed yesterday gathered at mosques that served as makeshift morgues. Despite the carnage, few Egyptians seem to feel sympathy for the Muslim Brotherhood and its supporters. The sentiment is that the group pushed their Islamist agenda too far and would never have settled for a nonviolent political solution. Bradley Manning, the 25-year-old U.S. Army soldier facing up to 90 years in prison for releasing a trove of classified documents to WikiLeaks, took the stand yesterday to deliver a statement on his own behalf. In it, he apologized for the, quote, unintended consequences, end quote, of his actions, saying that while he understood what he was doing when he leaked the documents, he did not realize the broader effects that the leaks would have. He read the statement quickly and nervously, asking the judge for a chance to rebuild his life and return to society. By far the saddest quote from Manning's statement was the following, quote, How on earth could I believe that I could change the world for the better? End quote. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon said that Syrian President Bashar al-Assad has agreed to allow a team of chemical weapons inspectors to visit Syria in the coming days. The team will be led by a Swedish arms expert. The team will visit one site in a district of Aleppo where the Syrian government says chemical weapons were used by rebels. They will also visit another two locations, but neither the UN officials nor the Syrian government specified where. A Syrian foreign ministry official said Syria has nothing to hide. South African officials admitted today that some of the country's highest-ranking police officers have been found guilty of serious offenses, including murder, attempted murder, culpable homicide, rape, attempted rape, assault, aiding an escapee, theft, housebreaking, drug trafficking, kidnapping, robbery, malicious damage to property, and domestic violence. None of those currently serving have yet to be fired. South Africa's police have a particularly bad reputation after the massacre of 34 striking miners a year ago, the act that triggered the audit. None of those directly involved in the mine shootings have been arrested. Only a fifth of the 1,500 officers had convictions before they joined the police, and some even used false fingerprints to cheat the vetting process. The rest, 
even more damningly, had been convicted while actively serving to uphold the law. These numbers do not include the other 8,000 police officers who were excluded from the audit because they had either already been fired or their crimes were considered not serious. And finally, New Zealand's second largest city, Christchurch, has held a religious service to mark the opening of a transitional cardboard cathedral in its center. The temporary structure replaces the Neo-Gothic Cathedral that was destroyed in the 2011 earthquake. Acting Dean Linda Patterson said, quote, The old cathedral symbolized the city in many ways, and we think this cathedral is a symbol that Christchurch is regrouping and rebuilding, end quote. The structure was designed by Japanese architect Shigeru Ban, known for using low-cost and easily available materials to build structures in disaster zones. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's Editor-in-Chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendoza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff. And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.